Hey y'all, welcome back to Colored Couch Conversations, a podcast where I have intimate conversations with women of color on my couch. Today, my guests and I will discuss comedy, confidence, and criticisms. Mm, I'm your host, Jasmine W. And my guest today is a stand-up comedian and actress from the Bay, living in LA. You can watch her hilarious dance video remakes on her Instagram page at J'adore Janae. That's J-A-D-O-R-E, J-A-N-A-Y-Y. Give it up for Bria Janae. Hello. Hey, girl. Okay, so I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. I know Bria, okay? I haven't known her for that, like, super long time, but I do know her, and she's one of the only people in my life. It doesn't come across... You don't come across this very often, okay? So one of the only people in my life that I've come across to where when we together, we die laughing. Why do we be laughing? Why do we crack each other up? So hard. I remember that time we went to that sushi restaurant and we was just dying the whole the whole time. Like dying laughing. We were we, we wrote a movie while we had dinner. <laughs> we sure did. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I'm so happy to have you on. And she's just real, like laid back. I just love it when you meet somebody who's pretty, but they just chill, you know? Okay, well, we always start the podcast with a quote of the day, and you know it because you chose it. It's, my mission in life is not merely to survive, but to thrive, and to do so with some passion, some compassion, some humor, and some style by Maya Angelou. Maya Angelou is so popular, but why did you choose this quote? I chose that quote because I think it, I mean, it resonates a lot with me. For me, it's like about living your life on your own terms and succeeding at it. So I think about that quote a lot because, you know, as, as creatives, like that's our goal in life. So I think about that quote a lot, uh, you know, just for inspiration and getting through the day to day. What do you think the difference is between surviving and thriving? What is it for you? Well, for me, surviving is just like, you know, doing what you got to do to get by. Like going to a job, you know, paying your bills and and all that. For me, thriving is like living out your dreams and being successful in the things that you decide to do and working towards goals and meeting them and exceeding them and then finding the next goal and so so on and so forth. I definitely agree. Like it's it's crazy. It's actually we are in such an amazing position because a lot of people don't find anything they're passionate about their whole lives. Absolutely. You have been doing over quarantine. I think you did them before quarantine a little bit, but they- No, it, it was- Really? Yeah, I hadn't done any before quarantine. Okay, so you do these performative, I call them performative comedy videos because are you a trained dancer? I'm not, you know, it's funny. I get that question a lot. Like people ask me, am I a dancer? I've always loved to dance. Yeah. Like I took dance classes like in middle school and like high school and stuff like that, but I'm not a trained dancer. I just love to dance. You just love to dance. Okay, so you do, you've been doing the videos over quarantine and a few have gone viral. 
Like, how do you feel about where you are in your comedy journey right now since you've been gone viral a few times? And like, there are a couple of big people that follow you. Like I was just scrolling through your Instagram last night. I was like, oh, she has some people comment on her videos that really love your stuff. And I understand, like, I love it, you know? I try not to share them every time because people gonna be like, what? But there are a couple of people who have DM me like, I love her videos. Thank you for sharing. But Beyonce, Beyonce is my favorite. I'm sorry, but yeah, like, how do you feel about your journey right now? You know, it's weird because for me, like, I'm a stand-up comedian. That's what I love to do. I love being on stage. And, you know, with COVID, it kind of, like, it changed everything for everybody. And for a while, you know, us comedians, we were kind of at a standstill because we couldn't get on stage anymore. For me, I've never, like, being an Instagram comedian, was never one of my goals like that's not what I wanted at all so you know with me doing these videos the first one I did like I was just kind of messing around like just posting something and then it became a thing like people wanted to see more of it so I've I realized that you know building my social media presence is not a bad thing in a sense to like where when we do start getting back on stage people will be interested to see what I'm doing with my comedy outside of Instagram, which is the most important thing to me. I feel you one, like every single thing that you said, because I was the person that said, ah, I'm actually a real comedian. Like, I don't have to be on Instagram uh, yelling and screaming because I'm a real comedian, you know? Right. But... You know, I'm very proud of you for saying, you know what, I like doing this and this is my own lane kind of thing for creating your own lane during a time where, you know, no shade, but a lot of people aren't doing anything. Yeah. You know, however people see you, however people discover you, however you build an audience, it's changed us a little bit for the better. And, you know, that's how we are going to get people to recognize that we're talented and we're creative, you know? Exactly. And I think with I think the biggest lesson to take from, you know, COVID in this time that we're in is not to say like, oh, I would never do this. Yeah. Because you never know like where your journey is going to end up taking you. So you have to kind of be open minded to everything. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So, okay, well, that is, uh, I have some more questions, but y'all know if you listen to the podcast, we always do random questions because it's just an opportunity for us to get to know Bria a little bit more. What I, I really love to know because you do um, videos on a, like some of your favorite dance scenes from movies, but what was like your favorite TV show or even like a favorite movie you had growing up that you just really, really loved? Like you watched multiple times, you watched over and over. My favorite TV show growing up was probably Keenan and Kale. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. So I had the, like literally the biggest crush in the world on Kale Mitchell. Like when I was like 10, 11, 12, you couldn't tell me that me and this man were not getting married. Like I developed a serious, like, addiction to orange soda because of him. Like, it was deep. Like, I watched Keenan and Kel every single day. So it was funny for me because, I mean, eventually I found out he was married. And when I was, like, 13, I was heartbroken. (laughs) Dang, he been married that long? Well, I think he was, I know he was married back then. I think he got divorced and got remarried. Okay. But when I found out he was married, like, my whole world just came crashing down 
So, but eventually I got over, I got over it. <laughs> but it was kind of funny because I actually did um, one of the scenes from Good Burger. Yeah. The Asylum. And he posted it on his page. Yep. And I literally, like, the little girl in me just lost it. I was like, oh my God, Kel. <laughs> okay, so I saw that Kel posted that. But I didn't know you had a huge crush on Kel. I had the biggest crush in the world on him, like, when I was young. Yeah, so did I, actually. I thought really? he was cute. Yes. And I thought he was, girl, I thought he was the finest thing I ever seen. <laughs> Do you remember um, Keenan's sister on the show? I think her name was Kyra. The one who had a huge crush on him and was always like, oh, oh yes. I wanted to beat her down. I'm done. Every time she's like, hey, Kale, I'm like, wait, I see her on the street. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That That is so... Uh, that actually makes sense to me because you are so goofy. <laughs> like Keenan and Kale make sense. Yeah, that was my show. I had I used to have a thing for dudes with gaps. Like in a teeth. Yes. Oh, that's like, interesting. Yeah, like I thought every dude with a gap, I'd be like, oh, he got a gap. I just thought it was cute. <laughs> uh, so don't. Don't come for uh, don't come for our genetic gaps, okay? Um, well, okay. My next question for you, Bria, and I was actually going over my mom with the questions with my mom, and she was like, "What?" But I was like, "You're gonna understand because you just know what's wrong with you." Was <laughs> coming. I knew it was coming. <laughs> like, I honestly don't know. Like, I, I I don't even know. I get that question a lot from a lot of people and I don't know like I can't sit here and explain to you the process of things that go through my mind and I don't know like I don't know I'm just goofy you just goofy I've always been that way like my whole life in high school were you this goofy or were you quiet or you know um, I mean, like, in, I wasn't, like, a class clown, like, where I would go out of my way to disrupt the class because yeah. I wanted to get my learn on. Right. But, like, at lunchtime, like, after school, like, I was the one, like, cracking the jokes and, yeah. So, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's me, too. Same. Like, in class, I was, I was paying attention, but. Yeah. Okay, well, is there, um, is there an app that you hate to use, but you use it anyway? Honestly? I would have to say Instagram. Really? Why? I hate social media. Like, I hate, I hate everything about how, like, social media tries to, I think, I mean, I think that social media is a big cause of, like, a lot of depression in people, you know, people mm -hmm. comparing their lives to, like, somebody else's control content and, it, I mean, it's all, like, a big lie. That's all it is. And it's, yeah. like, it's so easy to get caught up in it and try to, like, keep up with the next person and all that. And I just I just hate everything that it became. Like, I think, I think when social media was first created, it was more, like, like, to keep up with other people, like, your family and, like, your friends and stuff like that. But yeah. I think it's just kind of, like, spiraled out of control in the past, like, few years. And, I, I honestly don't like it, mm -hmm. but, you know, with what we do, we kind of have to use it. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, I, I wanted to ask you, like, your videos are 100% positive, 
ain't nothing negative about your videos at all, right? Um, do you ever receive any like weird comments or DMs or like negativity just for whatever reason, for no reason, but do you? Oh no, oh yeah, there's always a couple. I usually post my videos on Twitter first and like some of them will go viral, like you said. And like you said, like 99.9% are people cracking up. Oh my God, I'm so dead. This is amazing. Thank you so much for this. But there's always one or two people that are like, nah, this ain't it. Or, <laughs> or saying that, you know, I tried to copy off of somebody or I tried to be like somebody else. And it's like, well, people don't like, okay. So one of the things that really irritates me because I feel like everybody kind of has their own thing. People yeah. often compare me to um, that girl, Young Barbecue. Yes. Yeah, and I don't, I don't really understand. Like, I guess because of the dancing thing. But it's like, what people don't realize is that I don't really think there's anybody on social media or on Instagram that does exactly what I do. I recreate dance scenes right. from videos or movies. Right. I don't think anybody else does that. Right. So it kind of irritates me when people try to be like, oh, you're trying to be like Young Barbecue or you're trying to da-da-da-da. Like, it's like, no, I'm just doing my own thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Like, I, I, I feel like I have to keep it uh, like 100% real. No shade to anybody. I actually really love Young Barbecue, but- Me too. I will admit, nobody is doing exactly what you're doing, no. There are some people who create, like, recreate, um, like there's one dude that the Shade Room posts and he recreate like fight scenes from Real Housewives or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I get, I get um, compared to him as well. Like, people are like, oh no, it's only funny when da 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 does it. I don't know his name, but I know who you're talking Neither. about. But yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, he'll do like scenes from like Real Housewives and like the reality shows, but it's like, that's yeah. not what I'm doing. I'm exactly. Doing totally different exactly it's like if 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 everyone only did one thing and like stuck to that we wouldn't have all these different like like that's like saying fox can't do the news because cnn is doing it (laughs) like you know that don't make sense it's true it don't make sense and the thing about it is why can't you just laugh at both like both are funny why can't you just enjoy both now i can understand if i took someone else's content and recreated what they did yeah but even if it's just an idea that's fine like i'm not stealing anything from anybody right my own thing and one thing like we always say or like used to say in tech right is like you can invent bread but bread is reinvented over and over right and there's if you go to the store there's five million people selling bread exactly you're gonna buy the cheapest one (laughs) Uh, the cheapest one you cheapest one girl Listen, I, I I messed with the two ninety nine bread, but last night I went to Trader Joe's and I did. I wanted some French toast and I brought a I bought some brioche. Okay, I think it was I think it was three ninety nine. Yeah, the brioche <laughs> is a little bit more expensive. I am willing to go up a little bit. More. <laughs> but if it's just some plain old wheat bread, I don't care who's selling it. I'm about to cheat one. Exactly, exactly. I'm the type of person, for real, like negative comments. Over the course of quarantine, I've gotten a little better, but negative comments do really bother me. I would not lie and say that they don't. I'll be wanting to go in. I go to your profile. I go see what your mama look like. Like, I want to go in on you. But 
I just had to, de- I just have to just let it go. And nine times out of 10, I let it go. But there's that 1%, like that one, 10% at a time. I'd be like, okay. But you know what? You like, I, I actually don't really respond much to negative comments, but my friends will. Like yes. they will go off on people. And I'll just be like, you know what? Just let, because people are miserable. Like at the end of the day, a lot of times when people just have nothing negative, but negative negativity to say, there is something going on with them. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with you. Exactly. So that's, that's kind of what I try to keep in mind when I see stuff like that. I'm like, you're just miserable because the time you took to repost my video on Twitter and say something negative, like obviously you like something about it if you reposted it with a negative comment. And that's the same, that's the same way, like, I feel about YouTube. Like, I have people comment and say, oh, well, I don't, I, I like your, I like your take, but the voice in the background got to go. Thank you for watching. Right. And you took the time to comment. So. <laughs> yes. For the algorithm. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You just got me another retweet. Okay, thanks. But you just can't, you can't let it get to you because people are always going to have something to say no matter what you're doing. Yeah. So you might as well do what you want to do. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Well, my last question on the random questions is you are obviously you're pretty funny. You got a good personality. And a lot of times, even like I, I come across like young women, especially young black women on social media who DM me or on TikTok who struggle with confidence, you know? So I guess I just wanted to ask you, have you ever struggled with being confident? And if so, how did you overcome? How did you like, you know, mentally push through that? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's something that I definitely struggled with a lot, um, especially growing up. It's funny that you ask that because for a long time, I said to myself that I would never do stand-up comedy because of a lack of confidence. Mm-hmm. And I told myself, like, it's too scary. It's too hard. I can't do it. And I told myself for that for a long time. And then I don't know, it's just like something clicked in me that was like, okay, who cares? Like if somebody has something to say about it, that's what, because it, it's something that I always thought about. Yeah. That I wanted to do, but I talked myself out of it. Mm. So I, I guess finally I just got tired of telling myself that I couldn't do it because I knew I wanted to do it. Yeah. And I don't think that I ever. I don't think I would say I ever overcame mm-hmm. you know, the whole confidence issue because I, of course I still get nervous. Like every time I go on stage, like that doesn't go away, but I know I will do a good job. If that makes sense. Yeah. I think like, especially with, with confidence, you just have to, you just have to believe in yourself more than anything. Cause I think a lot of times people let the, it might not even be a real opinion of somebody else's, but what you think that they might think of you will stop you from doing something when all that matters is what you think about yourself. I that is huge because I've said it I've said it before, you know. I used to care so much about what other people thought about me. Yes. It wasn't even like, "Oh, I don't think I'm good enough or it's like, oh, I don't think other people would think I'm good enough. Or even when I do videos now, I'm like, do will people think that this is funny? Which is actually the wrong way to go about your creativity. Exactly. Everything that you do is not gonna be for everybody. Thanks. You're gonna find your own way. You're gonna find your audience. So like we were saying before with negative with negative comments, those don't matter. Because I have so many more people that really love what I do and really appreciate what I do. Right. 
that that's what builds my confidence. It's like, I know I have people looking forward to a video every week. I know that there are people that are going to come see me when I get on stage. Yeah. Knowing that I, I'm doing something and I'm doing a damn good job doing it. And you enjoy it and you think it's funny. Exactly. Exactly. That's all there is to it. Well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to get into some trending topics. And I want to ask, girl, I want to know how long it takes you to do these videos. So when we come back, I want to ask that. <laughs> Welcome back to Colored Couch Conversations. I'm here with Bria Janae. Don't forget to follow her on Instagram. Y'all, if there's anybody I've ever had on my podcast that I tell you to follow, which is everybody, but this is the person that you need to follow, okay? This will uplift your whole spirit. So follow her on Instagram at Jador Janae, J-A-D-O-R-E-J-A-N-A-Y-Y. So, okay, I wanted to ask you, how long does it take you to do your videos from the time you pull out the broom until you get done? <laughs> okay, I think it's finally time that I answer this question because I get this question a lot and I just don't answer it <laughs> because yeah. I don't know if I want to just keep the mystery alive. So the the actual, so, pre oh, so there's the preparation. Yes. I'll go out and buy the broom. First of all, let me tell y'all how awkward it is to go in the Dollar Tree and buy four brooms at one time. Hold on, why are you not using the same brooms for every video? Well, because I only have a couple. So like for the last video I did with Stomp the Yard, I needed more brooms. <laughs> I went to the Dollar Tree to get more brooms. <laughs> okay, okay. So there's the preparation, which I just go to the store and get whatever, so it probably takes like an hour. The actual filming of the videos could take anywhere from like three to five hours. And the editing, I, it, it takes me probably like four hours to edit. Yeah. And people don't understand the work that goes into this one minute video. Yeah. So people will often say, no, I want the whole thing or where's the rest? And it's like, y'all don't understand how long this takes me. It takes a while. Wow. And my number one question I used to comment all the time is where are you, where do you get these outfits? Like that, that's probably what takes you a long time too, is putting the pieces together. But I was like, why do you, in the beginning of quarantine, when you first started, I do not believe that you was buying new outfits. I believe you owned all those outfits already. Yeah. So the first, like maybe four or five videos I did, it was just with stuff that I had already, like around the house. And then as I started getting more requests for, and, and for some reason I had a lot of wigs too. <laughs> and I've like, never seen you wear a wig ever. <laughs> well, I do wear my wigs on stage, okay. but that's really the only time I wear my wigs. Um, but yeah, I had a lot of wigs. I don't know why I just did. So I, if I needed a wig for a video, I already had it. But then I would start getting requests for like other videos. So I might have to go, you know, to the store to get something. Um, so if I need something for a video that I don't have, clothing-wise, I'll just go to the Goodwill or thrift store. I never yeah. spend more than like 15 bucks. Cause I'm like, uh, $40 a video too much. They gonna have, you gonna have to open up a, a Patreon and make us pay for these. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> I, don't, I don't spend much at all. 
Okay, well, I wanted to move into some trending topics. I went live on TikTok and I got banned because I was talking about how dirty and dry and dusty men are. You post a lot about how men get on your nerves, specifically on your Instagram stories. But I want to know, like, how thirsty, how thirsty are they in 2020? Because people don't know you're in a relationship, you know, and you're not married. So how thirsty are people like I don't. Oh, they, they thirsty. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, it's not even just, I, I just noticed that dudes will do the most. Like, they'll comment on your post with hard eyes and then go comment on your friend, your friend post with hard eyes. It's like, do you know that I can see you? Like, it's, it, it's pretty bad. Like, I've gotten crazy DMs from people talking about, can I cook for you or can I take you out or can I da 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 and I'm like no I don't know you (laughs) (laughs) or if I come to LA can I can we hang out and I'm like no but yeah a lot of people don't know that I have a boyfriend just because like I just try to keep my life your page is for your comedy that's the way I feel some people don't even be knowing I'm married (laughs) Um, yeah if I didn't know you personally I don't think I would know that you were married you don't talk about it a lot like some things you can just keep you know for yourself which is fine yeah I I saw I, I like this question because I saw a post um I think it was on the shade room or something where like girls were posting screenshots of dudes asking them for money and I just hold on the men were asking them for money yes like it was text threads, like multiple text threads of girls and guys. Then the guys were asking them for money, like, can you cash at me $5 until tomorrow? Cause I can't get to work or can you Uber me to work? Cause I'm about, if I'm late, I'm gonna get fired. And can you send me $2 or can you Uber me, Uber eats me some food? And I was just like, oh my God, this is ghetto. <laughs> Babe, when did, I, I would say, okay, can you tell me the exact date and time where I gave birth to you, please? Because I don't understand what, and if you can't make it till tomorrow, $5? If you need $5 to make it till tomorrow, you need to make some serious life changes, sir. Facts. That's not okay. I need to find this thread. Yeah, I, I think the shade posted it today, I think. It was like, it's like 10 of them, like 10 threads. 10 different threads. It was wild. I never seen anything like it. I don't understand what is wrong with men in 2020. I really don't. Like there are some good ones. There are. For sure. For the most part, <laughs> it's ghetto out here. It is, it's stay, good. Stay strong to all my single women because. <sighs> I don't have no encouraging words for y'all. I'm sorry. Um. Hmm, okay. Well, I mean, I don't really know what sparked me to go in on men on the live. Somebody probably said something slick. What did you say that got you banned? You know, okay, so the one thing about TikTok is you, anybody can say that you're talking about controversial content. So what they do is they just report your live. And then you get taken down. And I've gotten banned anywhere from 10 minutes. That was, a I got banned for 10 minutes from that one to seven days. Oh, wow. Yeah, so sometimes I'm talking about, like, if I'm talking about racism and, you know, somebody who don't want me talking about racism jumping alive or disagree with I, with what I say, they can say that I'm talking about controversial content or spreading hate speech or something like that. And TikTok, you can contest it, but there's really nothing you can do. They just say, you just banned for the next 10 minutes or three days. It must have been a man. 
Oh, it had to be a band. I think I was just saying, men, you're ashy, you need lotion, you're dry, your breath stink. Girl. <laughs> the ashy part. <laughs> Do my boyfriend be ashy sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> my baby put some lotion on her knees. Not on the knees specifically. They always be the knees. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Well, you know, we were talking about confidence earlier. And this one, I really wanted your opinion on this. So Steph Curry had to get online the other day and defend his wife, Aisha's new blonde hair against Instagram trolls. He said, do you, boo-boo? Did you see the story about when she posted her? Okay, so she posted her blonde wig. She said, this is a wig. I'm going to be wearing this for a day. When you go blonde for a day or something like that, it's a wig. I, I don't understand why people had a problem with this. I said, what bothered me so much is when we look different than what people are used to, people feel or make it their personal mission to comment on other people's appearance. So why do you think people got so up in arms about her new look? I already know why, because she looked like a white woman. <laughs> that, no, that that's it, because like, before, like, uh, I saw a lot of comments on Twitter, like, people were reposting it and saying, who is this white woman with Steph? Like, lit- legit didn't know that it was Aisha. And and I think that was the issue. They thought she, I, th- I guess they thought she had, because I guess she also had a filter. So yeah. her face looked different as well. It was like, did you have surgery? Like, why, why are you a white woman today? Like, so I think that was the issue, honestly. First of all, one one thing about you, Bria, you kind of you a little shady. I don't know your face said because she looked like a, a white, white woman. No, that was not meant to be shady at all. Okay, I was just keeping it real. Well, I will agree that she did look like a white woman. She did. I mean, she had a blonde wig on, and her eyes are not dark brown. She's she's not dark skin skinned. She had a little filter on, you know, like with a blonde wig, she's going to look white. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, she is half white. Am I... Actually, both of her parents are black. Well, we just going to take that one out of the, the, the <laughs> contact. I did not know that for real. Both of her parents are black. Yes. Mm-hmm. I know that. I never knew that. Yeah. Yeah. I think also... Whatever Aisha does, people are going to talk about because Aisha had a lot to say in the beginning about relationships or marriage, appearance. She went on Red Table Talk last year and talked about how she struggled as a basketball wife, which I, for the most part, I understood what she meant, though. She has a lot of competition, probably. She probably sees how women act over her husband and she struggles. She's had kids, you know. And she's lost a lot of weight recently. So she doesn't look the way that she's been looking for the last few years because she's been pregnant, y'all. I just didn't understand why people, okay, yeah, she looked like a white woman, but when you squint your eyes, you know that's her. Right. (laughs) And I just didn't know why people had so much to say about her appearance. And I just, it was back to the, like, we forgot about what happened with Chadwick, honestly. Right. And I was just about to say, it just goes back to people finding something negative to say about anything because that's what people do. Like, yeah. I, I don't think people can help it. Just like when Aisha, um, she had posted, I think, a photo, like, in a bathing suit or something yeah. like that, and people were going in on her. 
And I guess it was because she had previously made a comment saying that, oh, I don't understand why girls get half naked and post pictures and stuff. That should be for your husband. Da, 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 da. And then here she come with this little bikini on. And people like, well, I thought you said <laughs> you were supposed to do that. So it's like people always, and I think that had been like years ago that she said that. So it's yeah. like people are always going to find something negative to say about anything like even yeah. if it's not a big deal like she didn't have surgery she put on a wig like you said yeah and was in the car taking pictures not the end of the world what a filter like all all of y'all are bunnies and, and horses and and gerbils all throughout the week but when aisha puts on a filter we have a problem not gerbils. <laughs> <laughs> you know no i feel you so yeah This episode comes out on election day. Let's predict who is going to win the 2020 election for president. Who do you think it'll be? Girl, it doesn't matter. Don't matter. Black folks are still gonna be struggling and out here getting profiled and shot by the police. So do it even matter? (laughs) You know what? Um, If it, You know what? If you voting for Joe Biden, your vote it matters. Um, like I mean, okay, so it's no secret that neither of these men give a damn about black people. Okay, yeah, that's no secret. But like, okay, so like everyone is really upset with Ice Cube right now. Yeah, because of you know his stance with everything, but and not and failing to realize that he's actually trying to make a push for black people. And I think people just have this preconceived notion. I was having this conversation with a friend. People just have this notion that voting Democrat is like an automatic, like win for black folks. Yeah. When none of these people really care about us. So it's like, it's like, okay, there, there's the president, but then there's a lot of other voting that needs to go on as well, if anything is going to change. Yeah, there's a, there, there are a lot of people, other people that come with voting for the president. That's why I say that for this election, I would, I'm, you know, I'm going to be voting for Biden, right? Um, in the next election, I can't promise y'all. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like that's that we just have to see what happens, you know, but for this election, I'd rather have Biden for Trump, not because of Biden or who he is, because he he could barely open his eyes, honey. He about to die. But for everybody that comes along with him and, uh, you know, Kamala Harris and everybody that comes along with him, that's why he gets my vote. Trump, the, the thing about Ice Cube, though, real like. I understand that Ice Cube is trying to do something for us. I appreciate it. I don't think he's a sellout or a coon or how everybody's saying, but you have to realize also that anybody who picks this up right now is just using you. Yeah, absolutely. So the fact that Trump reached out to you because he wants to have a conversation about it, it don't say nothing about who Trump is or anything like that. It's just using you to get votes from us before the election, period. I really, I hate to say it. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I feel like they're going to vote this fool back in. You think so? I do. 
there's enough idiots out there to do it. Like that's like when um uh in Dave Chappelle's special when he talked about being at the at the polls and for the 2016 election and seeing all these white folks and and he lives in Ohio. Yeah. Seeing all these white folks that he ain't never seen before come out to vote. And he said that's when he knew that Donald Trump was about to win the election. It, it's enough idiots out there to make it happen. And some of them black and Latino. <laughs> I used to work with this Mexican guy. He was like first and second generation yeah. Mexican-American. You can't tell him nothing about Donald Trump. What was his excuse? I don't know. Like, I really don't know. Like, he he was just so pro-Trump. And I don't, I don't know why I just blocked him. <clears throat> because there's nothing you can tell me. I don't know. Child, I don't know. <laughs> well, you know what? The only reason... Now, people are going to say I'm stupid for this. But the only reason that I think that Biden is going to win is because the white dude who predicts the elections every single year for the past 40 years predicted Biden was going to win and he'd never been wrong. So I trust him. <laughs> he never been wrong. Well, shit, let's pray that he stay on the street because, yeah, I, I really do hope that he, that, that Biden wins. I do. Yeah. Because Trump is an idiot. Like, he's so dumb. I never really wished this on anybody. And it's the first time I've said it. I want Trump's nudes to leak. I do. I, I want to see him naked. Who's requesting these? Me. I want to see his naked ass go viral. Like, what woman? His <laughs> own wife don't want to see him naked. Like, you can tell that baby girl's being held hostage and she don't want to be in that situation no more. Oh, yeah. You can totally tell. She's over it. She don't want to see him naked. Who's requesting his nudes? Me. I said me. <laughs> I just want to see if it looks like the statue. Um, so we are in the Keep It Real corner, and this is a real question from TikTok. This person says, I'm dating someone who is saving themselves for marriage. I like them a lot, but I can't imagine not having sex before deciding whether we spend our life together. Could you, or do you think it's a good idea to get married without having sex first? Hell no. <laughs> keep it all the way real with y'all no like no <laughs> like okay imagine dating somebody for years and you ain't getting none for the whole time and then you finally marry this person you in love with them you think they're the best thing in the world and then the biggest trash can i say that yeah oh the biggest trash trash now what you gonna do now what you gonna do what are you gonna do you know what i'll never forget this I, and I take this advice with me everywhere in my life. Mm -hmm. Well, I've taken this advice my life, my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite English teacher in 12th grade, I can't remember how we were talking or why we got on this conversation, but I just remember her, we were talking about, you know, having sex before marriage. And I just remember her saying, would you buy a car without driving at first? without test driving at first. And I was like, that makes so much sense. What if it was brand new? I mean, you still want to see if it worked. Like they could say <laughs> it's brand new, get in it and it break down. Now what? Cars get recalled all the time. That's true. Don't drive that thing down the street, at least make sure it works. That's true. 
And you know what? When you said defect, I automatically thought micro penis. Let's have a moment of silence. <laughs> <laughs> because. Now, but hold on. I th- we might be jumping to conclusions because this person says, I'm dating someone who's saving themselves. But they didn't say if they're a man or a woman. So what if this is a guy who, who is, is talking, talking about, about a girl who's saving herself from marriage? We don't know. She Has she never, had the person never had sex or they just decided that, oh, I'm gonna, we need, we need to ask more questions. <laughs> <laughs> I have more questions because, you know, there are people that are, go through their, these spiritual journeys for whatever reason. And they're like, oh, I, I've just decided you know, I've been having sex, you know, for years, but now I've decided I'm just going to chill out. You know, it ain't been working. What's that movie when the girl said that she wouldn't have sex until she got married? Is with Tyler Perry? No, 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 no. <laughs> it do sound like it's Tyler Perry. It do. No, the movie with uh, Robin Thicke's ex-wife. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, the girl, like, she had been dating, or she had been, like, having sex with a lot of dudes, and I guess it wasn't, like, working out for her. So yeah. she, like, made a promise to God that she wouldn't have sex again until she married somebody. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I guess in a case like that, it's like, oh, that's cool, but it's like, still, you gonna take that chance? I'm glad that you kind of agree with me, actually, because this has come up because I've been watching Married at First Sight and doing my reaction videos every week. And there's some people I said in the video, most recent video, too. And that's what we were talking about on live, saving yourself from marriage, whatever. You know, you can have great connection, chemistry that can make you laugh. You could think that, you know, everything is on point with them. But when it comes down to the nitty gritty, honey, it ain't gonna no it ain't gonna cut it and let me tell you something that is a real thing yeah well listen that was some great advice uh we're coming down to the end of the episode but girl what do you have coming up what are you working on next um and let people know where they can find you on every platform too well i'm hoping and praying that we can start getting back on stage soon yeah and I know that, you know, some of these clubs are starting to do, like, outside shows and whatnot. So, going to see what's going on with that. I'm still going to keep doing my videos. I've actually been inspired to do a series of videos for my broom. <laughs> <laughs> people are, people, I have a lot of fans, fans of the broom. So. Yeah. I'm just going to leave it at that. It's just an idea that I'm I'm working with right now. But my uh, Instagram is jadorjanay. It's J-A-D-O-R-E-J-A-N-A-Y-Y. And my my Twitter is the same. Oh, your Twitter is the same. Okay, good. Y'all, that is the end of the episode. If y'all didn't crack up, that's okay because we did. Um... Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on the platform you're listening on right now. And if you loved Colored Couch Conversations, make sure to tell someone about the show. Do not be selfish. You can follow us on Instagram at Colored Couch Conversations, and you can watch the show on my YouTube. That's Comedian Jasmine W on YouTube, spelled J-A-Z-M-Y-N. Thanks to my dad. And thanks to Bria for being on the show.